1: We have the latest on Zelina Vega's release from WWE plus a top AEW star has been injured and we could be getting wedding bells on SmackDown. For Monday, November the 16th, 2020, this is your Cultaholic Wrestling News.
0: I'm
1: just...
0: I'm sad. I'm completely heartbroken. Obviously, this isn't the last that you're going to see of me. I don't know what the future's going to hold. I don't know what's going to happen, but I do know I'm going to be here, so I hope you all will stay, but... God, my heart is beating so fast. Um, I love you all, though, and I'm really, really thankful to each and every single one of you. If I go down as someone who stood up for themselves and... You know, so be it. But I'm still thankful and I'm not not angry. I'm not, I'm just, I'm just heartbroken.
1: That was Zelina Vega on her Twitch stream this past Friday. Mere hours after being released from her WWE contract. Came very out of the blue, this did. Zelina Vega put out a tweet just about 10 minutes before... The announcement came down that she supports unionization. Now, this is something that she's talked about for quite a bit. So we didn't think anything of it when we saw that tweet came down. And as I say, 10 minutes after that, the announcement from WWE that Zelina Vega has been released from her contract. Now, over the weekend, it came to light that this was as a result of the Twitch stream mandate being ignored by Zelina Vega that led to her release. So Dave Meltzer talked about this uh, on the Wrestling Observer. Numerous other sources have commented as well, saying that Zelina Vega um, had the chance to uh, remove her Twitch account at the set time frame that WWE gave the other WWE stars. She chose not to. Consequently, this led to a discussion that led to her being released from her contracts. Now, also, Dave says... That Zelina Vega is making a lot of money on Twitch. And I think she made the choice, says Dave, and they had to fire her. Now, the talk is that Zelina Vega was actually making more money on Twitch than she was with her WWE downside guarantee. So I guess having to choose between the two, if that is the case, you go where the money is. Gabrielle Carteris, she's the president of the AFTRA union. She tweeted to Zelina Vega. On Friday night saying, hey, Zelina Vega, thanks for standing strong for Labour solidarity. I support you. Please email me so we could have more conversations uh, from that to come. Former Democratic presidential candidate Andrew Yang also responded to a tweet from a fan about Zelina Vega's situation. He says, I haven't forgotten about Vince McMahon. Uh, Yang was outspoken in the run up to the election, saying that should Joe Biden become the president, he will encourage conversations uh, to to discuss the independent contractor status that WWE holds uh, its wrestlers in. So this could be another conversation happening off the back of this. And former WWE star Miro has spoken out about Zelina Vega's firing. On Sunday, he says that uh, he sympathizes with Vega, but is happy that she is doing her own thing. He says she will be fine when things like this happen. It's always somebody's loss. What matters is she wanted to continue doing Twitch and now she can. So that's the best decision and the best move for her. So I'm happy for her. We send our best as Delina Vega. And I think the general consensus from from here and I think everywhere is she's not going to be out of work long.
0: Wake up your mind.
1: Mr. Brody Lee made quite the impact when he arrived in AEW. One of those guys that wasn't being used properly within WWE's walls and just became a force upon his arrival in All Elite Wrestling. A former TNT champion already and has been conspicuous by his absence in ring as of late. Uh, Dave Meltzer and the Wrestling Observer note that uh, he's actually dealing with an injury right now and it could be to do with his ankle. Thankfully, the injury is not meant to be anything serious. He should be due back sometime soon, but it does explain why he hasn't been prominently featured on AEW TV over the last few weeks. John Silver has been acting as a sort of stand-in leader for the Dark Order since then, and he's been doing a great job at it as well. So if you're wondering where Brody Lee has been in ring, he's currently taking a bit of time off to, apparently, nurse an injury.
0: Vámonos! I am Eh? what did you say? I said, I love him.
1: It does feel like a soap opera, doesn't it? The whole Mysterio, Buddy Murphy, Seth Rollins thing. And it's going to get even more so according to WrestlingNews.co, who are reporting that WWE is planning a wedding between Ali, Mysterio, and Murphy. This is going to take place on SmackDown. Now, Meltzer also speculated that Rey has taken some inspiration for this storyline from something that happened at WWC in Puerto Rico back in the day where you had Conan and and his daughter involved in a rivalry against another wrestler uh, that led... Uh, to Conan's daughter marrying Rey Mysterio. It's uh, certainly an intriguing thing to lift from. The idea that a wrestling wedding isn't the most unusual though we've seen many of these over the years and more often than not they go hilariously awry. Dave Meltzer says the Murphy Mysterio story will continue in some form. At one point there was talk of a wedding with Murphy turning on the family. That could have changed but we heard that a few days ago and they had already known by that time that Rollins was going to need time off. So we could see Rollins taken out of the picture and this become a Murphy versus Mysterio story. You already, you've already planted the seed there. I just want to put out there that I called this about four months ago. <laughs> Mer, I just, it's going to happen, isn't it? Mer, this is all a setup. This is a setup. It's going to be a setup. How, however, it pans out. The the soap opera esque Mysterio versus Rollins storyline continues on Friday Night SmackDown, and we could have wedding bells. A WWE legend has teased an in-ring return. Kane was chatting to Fox Sports and said, You never say never in WWE, but at the same point in time, I've gotten to the point in my life where I'm comfortable not being in the wrestling ring. It's hard work, but I've also gotten to the age where a lot of times I'm like, Man, that looks like it hurts. I used to be. I wish I could be out there doing that. Now I'm kind of like these guys are a lot tougher than i am now nevertheless if the opportunity arises well you know we will see so he's going to be at survivor series uh, this weekend for the undertaker's final farewell potentially leading to some kind of match off the back of that you never know the story of glenn jacobs is a fascinating one in fact He's Written an autobiography called Mayor Kane, which is very different to Journey into Darkness, which was the, the story biography of the character Kane. This is the real story of Glenn Jacobs' life in wrestling and in politics. You can get it as an audiobook for free right now if you go to cultaholic.com forward slash audible. AEW stars now, and EVP of Impact, Don Callis, says that he would certainly like to see Kenny Omega as part of Impact. In fact, it nearly came to pass. He was chatting with Fight Game Media, Don Callis, and he said, I'll say this, if AEW had not come into play, Kenny Omega would have come into Impact Wrestling. Not that he ever agreed to it, but it's something that Scott Demore and I would have made happen. I'm sure Omega would have been down for that as well since there's so many of his good friends working within Impact Wrestling. And John Moxley's status for New Japan Wrestle Kingdom seems a little bit up in the air. Dave Meltzer says Moxley would have to miss the December 30th show, so he'd have to miss one AEW show to do that, obviously with quarantining and all that stuff. What I can tell you is as of this week, uh, as far as Tony Khan goes, he has not asked for that date. He could ask for the date, but Moxley has not asked Tony for the date. The fact that they made this match on December the 2nd and it's Tony's call means that 100% has nothing to do with the Tokyo Dome. So basically, John Moxley is the U- US champion, the IWGP US champion. And the last time he defended that belt in New Japan was against Monaro Suzuki uh, back at New Beginning in Osaka. So you'd hope they would want the united states championship as part of wrestle kingdom but they'd have to be some discussion between aew and new japan for that to happen Sasha banks was chatting to bt sports and she's teased a big dream match against an nxt uk star she says kaylee ray i've got a private jet sweetie i'm making millions i don't mind flying over there or we can meet halfway. I can buy an island. I'm that rich. I don't mind snatching that NXT UK women's title from her because that's a nice little dream match of mine. As kayfabe-tastic as this all appears to be, I do like the idea of Sasha Banks turning up at the BT Sports Studios. That would be a welcome boost, I think, to NXT UK. WWE Studios have shown the trailer for its latest film. It's called The Buddy Games, and it's out on streaming services on the 24th, of November. Here's the plot for you. After a falling out, six lifelong friends reunite to play the Buddy Games, an insane competition filled with absurd physical and mental challenges. Now all bets are off as the determined pals fight, claw, and party for a chance to win $150,000. It's been directed uh, by Josh Duhamel, starring Olivia Munn, Josh Duhamel, Kevin Dillon, James Rhodey, Neil Rohde, McDo- Neil McDonough. <laughs> and others it's a star-studded lineup sheamus is in it though wwe star sheamus look out for him as thirsty in the movie speaking to conrad thompson on the 83 weeks podcast eric bischoff revealed that he turned down the chance to buy the ultimate fighting championship back in 93 the ufc was up for sale and bischoff said nobody looked at it as competition It was a tough man contest, not taking anything away from people involved in it, but it was being promoted as a tough man type. It wasn't being promoted the way it was being promoted today. I don't think anybody looked at it as a threat or a competition. As a fan, I was curious, but not concerned. If we'd had known then what we know now, I'd own it. I was offered to buy it at 1.42 million dollars, and I didn't bother to return the phone call. And congratulations to Alexa Bliss, who has announced her engagement to singer Ryan Cabrera. Cabrera popped the question whilst they were out for dinner the other night. And uh, Alexa Bliss, basically a year on from the first time they said hello, They are now walking down the aisle together. I'm hoping The Fiend walks her down the aisle as well. That would be perfect. Congratulations. (laughs) The latest on Selena Vega's WWE release is over at Cultaholic.com. Also live on Twitch today at 12. It is the Midday Movie Monday. So it's you and I watching an old, slightly crap film together. What film is it? You'll find out at 12 o'clock. And at 6 o'clock Greenwich Mean Time tonight, Editor Andrew is back, uh, moisturising his head. And playing some games. It's it's quite the quite the view to spend some time with editor Andrew. He's on tonight from six o'clock at twitch.tv forward slash Cultaholic. A brand new tier list is on the YouTube channel right now, as well as Ross and Jen are ranking the AEW theme songs. And they got into a little bit of a discussion at one point about, about the proud and the powerful theme song. Does not inspire you? No. If, if Did... I wasn't proud, then I wouldn't be powerful. No, it inspires me to go and phone the dog's dress. <laughs> no, I don't like it. Watch that right now on the Cultaholic YouTube channel. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hold up.
0: What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week.